how will you sort of think about yourself in the context of history? Um, in, in the sense that, will you feel some sort of uh, maybe greater obligation to try to get more women to think about careers in the law and as a judge and and you know any any type of position that historically has less than full participation? Correct. That's a good question, Laura. And I can tell you that I I really haven't thought about that. My whole career, which is uh, 34 years as an attorney, 31 years here in Lebanon County, I've just always done my work, kept my head down, kind of plowed forward. If there were women or girls that I could help or I could talk to, I tried to. Uh, So I haven't really focused on what what I would do if elected judge. What I would do for certain is... uh, Again, keep my head down, work hard, and and plow forward. But hopefully just the fact that there would be a woman, and as you said, either way, there will be a woman in there. Hopefully that will be some inspiration for uh, girls, young women, older women, for all of us. Yeah, I mean, mean, it is. It it really, because it didn't initially dawn on me, and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I was like, Oh wait! <laughs> you know, this is we've had magisterial district judges. Yes, who, who, for a long time, actually. Yeah, yeah. But this, you know, this is this is the you know the next step up. Mm-hmm. Why is uh, why is it that Donna Long Brightbill, thriving attorney in a in a great practice in Lebanon County, at this juncture of your career, wants to step into this role? I think, Laura, and I appreciate you saying that because I do have a very active, a very thriving business, and I have for years. Um, I think that I have something very positive to add to our judges. I think we have great judges. I have practiced in front of, well, now we're down to three, but a total of six judges in my career, and I I think they've all done a good job. I want to continue that, but I do think I bring some unique things to the bench. Uh, a woman, as we talked about, but I'm a mom, I'm a stepmom, I'm a Mimi, and I have done... The Wait, what's a Mimi? A Mimi is a grandma. Oh, okay. It's, it's the cool term for oh, grandma. Uh, well, I thought that was Gigi. Well, I think they're both, but, okay. I, but I happen to be a Mimi. Okay. Uh, and I think my upbringing, you know, I'm born and raised here. I'm from a family, neither of my parents graduated from high school. I think in 2023, that's a pretty amazing thing when four of us kids have gone on to uh, college and and graduate degree. So I think I have a, a not a unique story because there's many of these stories in the Lebanon Valley, which is why this is such a great place. But I have something to bring. I have my background, which I think is a little different. And then I have my absolute solid experience as an attorney handling the type of cases that come before our judges. All right. Your calls are welcome. Oh, Darn it, we had someone on hold there. Uh, your calls are welcome for our candidates during these interview sessions. Uh, 717-273-1270 is the number to call. If you want to uh, ask a question of any of the candidates, we had a few yesterday, and uh, and hopefully we'll have some today. If the caller, if you want to call back, uh, we'll, we'll get you right up there. Um, the realm of cases that a court of common pleas judge sees is kind of like the you know the 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 whole grocery store you got a you know different departments you've got child custody cases you've got you know hardcore criminal cases you've got uh you know property disputes all civil cases all sorts of things i agree uh a supermarket is a good analogy but really when you get down to it there's several specific aisles that our judges work on and that is the family law 
That's custody. That's exceptions in divorce cases. That's support cases. That's adoptions. That's terminating parental rights. That, that, and then the criminal law is by far the biggest areas. Uh, I've spent seven and a half years as an assistant DA. Now, that was in the 90s. Uh, I tried homicide cases. I did sexual abuse, uh, child abuse. I did all those cases, jury trials, but then everything that goes with it, criminal miscellaneous, sentencing, all of those things. But my primary focus on my practice for the last 31 years is in family law. So on a regular and daily basis, I am in those courts. It's one thing to say that, well, you know, maybe you engage in conciliation or mediation, but that's not in court. That's not in front of the judge. That's not preparing your case, your exhibits, your witnesses. And that's what I've done. Uh, I, I know one time you commented, you know, the court administration issues a daily court calendar of what cases, what's heard in courtroom one, courtroom three. I am on that calendar uh, regularly. Now, not so much now because I really had to back off my practice as of December or else I, I wouldn't have been able to campaign. But I am in that courtroom. So back to the supermarket analogy, the two main aisles that our judges work in are the criminal law and the family law. Now, there's others. There's uh, I'm in court somewhat regularly on municipal disputes, uh, uh, public safety issues. For the, I'm solicitor for Lebanon City. I represent a couple zoning hearing boards, uh, the, the housing authority. So we do get in front of the judges on those issues. Obviously, I have experience in that as well. So you're right. It's a whole grocery store, but we're really kind of in a couple main areas. How do you... Um you know, I understand when you are when you go to law school and you're studying the case law and, and I guess procedure and you do moot court and you do things like that. Mm-hmm. But how do you learn to be a judge? <laughs> that seems like a whole different realm. <laughs> well, uh, I can't absolutely give you the answer well, yet. Okay, well, but, but I think I mean so. Yes. Uh, like it, you're gonna if you win, you're going to be sworn in as a judge. Yep. Do the, is there judge school or something? There actually is. There there is judge school as I understand that they go shortly after the new judges are sworn in and they go off and they have a training. Because while I feel as a lawyer I am as much prepared as anyone could be based upon my practice. Obviously, there are things that judges do that practicing attorneys don't do. So they do have that judge school, and I understand it's early. You go to that, and you come back, and in my case, I could absolutely hit the ground running. So not a silly question. That does exist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just wondered. I mean, I have certainly covered um you know some high profile murder cases and and cases in in lebanon county and you know somebody will object and and they'll say this or this it'll either be uh, overruled or it will be sustained the objection and you know i i guess what is that that's just is that just a, a gut feeling whether you sustain an objection or overrule it no it's based upon the the rules the court rules and for example i know you've been at proceedings that I've handled, uh, whether it be uh, there was a contentious uh, zoning hearing board oh, some yeah. years ago that I was pretty <laughs> much running that. So it, it's a it's a 
gut feeling, but it's based upon my experience and my knowledge of the rules and of the law, how you determine that. And so, yes, I have done all that in my various, uh, particularly in the municipal work. You know, oftentimes as a solicitor for municipalities, you are handling that proceeding. So I've done that. I've made those rulings. I've I've made those decisions. The Is there a standard set of rules that that pertain to all of Pennsylvania courts? Yes. Because I, I know in speak in doing you in the law for years and years mm-hmm. and having sometimes occasionally some, some lawyers from Dauphin County uh, in particular, but they say uh, every county has its own kind of playbook as to how they want things done and how the judges want things done. Um, and that, that is unique, I guess, to each county. But then is there something that, that over, or overrides all of that? Absolutely. And that's the Pennsylvania Rules of Civil Procedure or the Pennsylvania Rules of Criminal Procedure. There's also federal rules. And then your uh, person who was telling you is correct. Each county then has their rules. But the county rules have to comport with the state rules. Uh, it's interesting for because for probably 25 years, I do not take any cases outside of the county. And I think there's a very good reason for that. First of all, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily pay the client. But I tell people, uh, while we're all governed by the Pennsylvania Rules of Civil Procedure, each county is different. And I know exactly how they want it done in Lebanon County. I know what the judge is looking for. Doesn't mean I always get exactly what I want. I'm not saying that. But I know how to present. I know what they want. And that is important. Again, we're all governed by the same Pennsylvania Rules of Civil or Criminal, depending what court you're in. But then each county does have a little different spin on it. All right. Let's head to the phones for Attorney Donna Long Brightbill. Hello to you. Caller, hello. Are you there? Hello? No? All right. We lost them. Call back 717 273 1270. The numbers for you. Uh, we, we have a, a new phone system, and I suspect, I got, I got to check on it, but I don't think the audio goes through to. to uh, when they're on hold, it, it goes through when you're when you want to be on the air. But uh, try again. We'll uh, I, I might have to cut into your commentary if sure. if we get somebody, so we can go right to them and, and get them on the line. But again, seven one seven two seven three twelve seventy. The numbers for you. I have a piece of tape down along Brightville that I have had for years. Uh-oh. It is you. Okay. All right. Uh, a little taste of what uh, somebody might expect. With a judge, Bright Bill. Here is uh, Donna Long, Bright Bill. Your objection is overruled. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That was from the contentious zoning yes. uh, <laughs> hearing for that winery. Uh, boy, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ten, ago, and it I was some... Eight, ten years. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because you're right. In that capacity, you did serve as the judge in, in that in that uh, zoning hearing situation. I have a question. Did you keep that little snippet to play that for your daughter on occasion? <laughs> I should. I, I, I just overrule her in a much uh, right. more motherly way. <laughs> but, no, I should. Uh Your calls, 273-1270, the numbers for you if you want to uh, get in with Attorney Donna Long-Brightbill. You know, it it is difficult to have judicial candidates and to interview judicial candidates because you all are so wary of saying 
anything that uh, that that may someday come between or come before you in in terms of a case and everything. Um, but these cases that do come before you, uh, you know, Lebanon County isn't uh, so huge that you won't maybe know some of these defendants that might come before you. How do you how do you feel like you're going to be able to handle that if you know somebody is up on a charge, you're the judge, and and you you've got some insight into this person? Well, the tool that is available for the bench is to any judge can recuse themselves if they believe that they cannot be fair and impartial in any given case. The judge has that option, and it's honored and it's respected. I've had many cases over the years where, uh, you know, I've started a case. I've had so far it's being in the courtroom uh, in a custody case. This was just a couple years ago. Called my first witness. She started to testify. It was the mother. And the judge said, may I see the attorneys at sidebar and proceeded to say he knows all of, and I say he because it, that's it's all a of he. them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a he. But the judge said he is familiar with this case. He did not pick up on it because of the names, uh, because of some unique circumstances. And at that very moment, he recused himself. So that is an option available to the judge. If I believe that I could be fair and impartial, I would hear the case. But again, you also have to look at the appearance of of being unfair and and you don't want people to feel when they're in court that that because I might know a family member or know something that I can't be fair so that's what's available to the judges I know based upon what I've observed in our courts our judge ha- our judges have exercised that for good reason when necessary and it's worked out well all right let's go back to the phones and hello you're on with attorney Donna Longbright bill Caller, are you there? Hello? All right, wait, let me try that again. Hello, caller. What's happening? Why Why are we not getting our callers? All right, well, I don't know. We, we're not getting our callers. We got them yesterday. I don't know what has transpired between yesterday and today, but we'll we'll try uh, to uh, move on regardless. Flexibility. Uh, <laughs> it's the key. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but to that end, uh, I mean, I think I would be remiss if I didn't... Uh, Asked you, you know, your your family is a high profile family, in the sense that your husband was uh, the Senate Majority Leader of the Pennsylvania Senate, uh, and and you know is is well known uh, uh, in the county. Uh, your I, what your brother is is uh, a political consultant, uh, and yes, and uh, mm-hmm. you know has certainly done a lot of campaigns for people locally and statewide and whatnot. Um, does that? concern you that people are going to be, oh, well, you know, she's going to be going this way because, you know, their, their family is big Republicans or something. I'm actually glad you asked me that question. Anyone who knows me, uh, and if they do not know my, who my family is, they would never guess that because I'm not a political person. I'm not talking politics. That's just not what I do. My husband, who I am very proud of and I think did a fabulous job, we've been married 35 years, has also been out of the Senate for 14, 16 years. Uh, so that's that's kind of stretching it, if you ask me. And yes, my brother is very involved, and my brother has made a, a, a huge success in his business. Here's the important thing to keep in mind. The types of cases that go before our judges, as I've said before, no one 
it is they are hugely important but they're important to that mom that dad that child those grandparents they're not important to people that live in a different town or they're not important to you unless you know them now so when people say that oh i'm going to be influenced influenced to do what to decide a custody issue or to decide sentencing it's just not the type of things that high profile people are really interested in those are not the cases that come before our our courts i also think that argument when people make that if you are involved with the court system in Lebanon County, you know it's a truly silly argument because when the judge is hearing these cases, in many instances, they are making decisions right there on the bench. Am I? Do people think that I'm going to be calling someone and, and asking my brother's opinion how this is going to – it just doesn't happen. That's not how it works. Well, now, we, we all bring – we all bring our life experience Absolutely. to everything we do. Which is why I think I'm a great candidate because of my life experiences. Uh, because the fact that, you know, I grew up in Campbelltown. My, my parents didn't graduate from high school. I've worked since I was 13. But to back to that family thing, uh, I'm not at all concerned about that. I know who I am. I know what I've done, and what I've done is much different than what my husband has done or what my brother has done or my family members. I'm very proud of what they've done, but we've been in different orbits. The fact that decisions really apply to the specific family or person in court, though, Laura, I want to make something very clear. Even though it's specific to those people, it is important to our county as a whole that we have quality, competent, experienced fair judges because that's what's best for all of us all right donna we're going to try it again okay <laughs> let's see if we can get this rolling here and hello you're on the air hello i have a question for uh, mrs brightbill if i may sure go ahead good morning so uh, miss brightbill what's your position on th- and how would you deal with this seems to be ever expanding uh crisis in uh, drugs and drug dealing and the impact that's having on our society. What can we do about this? All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yes, thank you. First, I'll say that I am as concerned as everyone in our county, as all the counties in our Commonwealth, about the situation we're in. As a judge, I'm not a policymaker. I I will sit on the bench and I will not legislate from the bench and I will apply the law to the facts as brought before me. So unfortunately or or fortunately, I'm not in the front lines, you know, trying to fight the drug battle. Those that are my hats go off, and we have excellent people. I think our district attorney is doing a fantastic job. I think the drug task force, I think our, our uh, police departments are. But that would not be my job as a judge. Well, you, you've, got to, you've got to enforce the laws that are on the books. Exactly. You're, you're not the, the, the lawmaker. Exactly. And I will. that's exactly what I will do. I will not legislate from the bench. Uh, am I concerned as a mom? And as a Mimi, now that we know what the term <laughs> okay. is, absolutely I am. All right, let's head back to the phones and hello. You are, you are on. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Can Hi you, turn there. Your, you need to turn your radio down, please. Thank you. 
I don't have it on. Oh, okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Hi. I understand Donna was um, born and raised in Palmyra, and I am too. And um, it's such a nice, uh, close-knit community. I was just wondering about Donna's experience growing up here. Well, thank you. Yes. Uh, So you're a fellow cougar with graduating from Palmyra, I'm assuming. Uh, I actually, my parents' house was in Campbelltown, South Londonderry Township, but I did go to uh, Campbelltown Elementary, and then I graduated from Palmyra High School. Palmyra is a great community. Uh, when my husband and I were first married, the first three years, uh, we lived in Palmyra so our, the older boys could graduate from Palmyra. But the great thing now, what I'm really enjoying, is I've been doing a lot of door-to-door campaigning, and this week I have focused on Palmyra Borough. And really, it is an awesome place. You know, when I'm walking those streets, uh, Harrison Street and, you know, in that area, there's dogs barking. There's neighbors out talking to each other. I hope there aren't dogs running wild. There are no dogs running wild, <laughs> okay. but there are a lot of dogs. <laughs> uh, but it's I, I, it was a great experience. It was a great place to, uh, to, to grow up. Again, I was in Campbelltown, a little bit more rural. We did a lot of bike riding in the alleys as I grew up. But Palmyra as a whole uh, what a great community the cool thing now is in my custody work we look at the school districts and the educational opportunities for kids Palmyra's uh, standardized test scores yep and you're holding your finger up Laura number you one. know number, number one in the county yeah it is a a great uh, community it's a great school district as many in our county we are very fortunate yeah uh, I, I, and we we truly are I mean our mm-hmm. six public school districts yep. they they all do well yep. uh, you know and and sometimes we you know the city school district uh, they always take the rap as an urban school district, and they have phenomenal kids. They do. Uh, a, a, as do uh, Palmyra, Anvil, Cleona, Northern Lebanon, Elko. And phenomenal programs. And Cornwall, Lebanon. Yes. <laughs> where my daughter Thanks. goes. And where, where my kids, the younger kids went. <laughs> um, you know, along those lines, when you go door to door, I mean, I think we talked a little bit about this at the primary season, but what, what do people say or what do they ask? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I go up, and of course, I have a button on, so they know that maybe you know that I'm, I am who I am, and I have some literature, and I introduce myself. Uh, I'm finding a lot of people uh, because of my mailings, because of the yard sign, you know, know my name, and, and in Palmyra again, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people there. Uh, people, for the most part, are very friendly. Uh, and then I tell them what I'm doing. I offer them a brochure. And then they don't, and I always say, do you have any questions uh, about, you know, the race for judge or what a judge does? And no one does because, uh, and lots of people then want to talk about the federal government and federal politics, yeah. which is fascinating. Uh, so uh, not really a lot about the bench or the race. Uh, again, people are friendly, but, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. If they want to talk, it's generally about federal politics all right back to the phone lines and hello you're next hi um i just wanted to tell uh alone uh, that i really appreciated done along bright bill by the way uh i was about ready to uh climb in my car out here at ono and she stopped by and gave me some literature 
and I just appreciated the fact that she didn't forget us on the northern end of the county. Well, we all, a lot of us vote. Oh, yeah. And I really appreciated the fact that she was spreading herself around and not leaving the northern end of the county um, uh, like we don't exist sometimes. Right. Well, who could who could overlook the thriving metropolis of Ono, right? <laughs> hey, I'll hey. tell you what. It is spreading like uh, it's unbelievable and so pretty. Yeah, yeah, it so is very pretty, pretty, especially this fall of the year. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Are, you. you are welcome, and I just want to make one comment. Again, I think we all know I'm born and raised in Lebanon County. I love Lebanon County. You know, I went off to law school in Pittsburgh, and uh, – because I did well, I, I graduated third in my law school class. I had a lot of opportunity. Yeah, thank there you. you. Go. I uh, initially started working at a firm in Harrisburg, which was a, a great opportunity. And after three years, I decided I wanted to come back and practice in my home county because I do love Lebanon County. And the great thing about running for office, and there are some not so great things, but the really nice thing is getting out and meeting people. And I appreciate her saying that because I have tried to go all over the county. And I'm often struck uh, by, by two things. First of all, how beautiful our county is. So when she says, oh, no, it's beautiful, there are so many yeah. gorgeous parts. And the second, how wonderful our people are. And I'm talking all walks of life from people who absolutely need public assistance or they wouldn't make it to you know the the highest uh, earner in our county we have good people yeah so oh. thank you and i was happy to be in ono all right thank you very much ma'am appreciate your calling in uh, and uh you know expressing that uh, that gratitude because i i do see this you know i i sort of follow all of the the candidates on the facebook pages and I, you know, you do see the pictures of so and so is here in 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 uh, Schaeferstown, and then somebody else is here, and you know, w- kind of forget how kind of big the county is in terms of geography. It is big, and and getting around to all of those places. That's interesting that people want to just talk about the federal things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have often said, sort of tongue in cheek, my my goal in life is not to have to. Uh, be in front of the courts, not not have to be uh, involved with the judicial system beyond sitting in the back and taking notes for a trial. Right. Um, I am struck, though, how many people in looking at their their dockets and everything that that it it does seem like it's the eighty twenty rule. You know, yes, it's it's absolutely twenty percent of the people mm-hmm. are creating eighty percent of the work. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and and you know, I don't. I don't know. I guess I guess that it just is what it is. That is what it is. Because we have diversionary programs, we have drug court, we have veterans court, we have you know DUI court, all these different things, ARD, and yet these people are still back again and again and again. It's like a cycle. Well, I think you're right about that. I And I think that our uh, courts have done a good job creating, for example, the various courts, the veterans courts, and the you know those specific types of courts. Because what I've seen, and I I go back and I will base this on more as my time in the DA's office, it's the the drug alcohol issues. If we had a magic wand, and and this is well beyond my realm of being a judicial candidate, but if we had a magic wand and could wave it and get rid of the substance abuse 
the dockets would be much less crowded, the jail would be much less crowded. Uh, again, that's not what we're here for, but it, it, it does continue. But because it does, someone with the type of the right type of personality and the right kind of experience has to be in that position to help those individuals and to help our community at large. And I think I'm that person. Do you think that a judge is does have the role of trying to help the defendants as much as they're trying to, you know, safeguard society from uh, what these folks have done? And, and we've got to wrap it up here quickly. Wow, that was quick. I know. No, I don't think the judge's role role is to necessarily help the defendant. So when I said that, I meant to to help the defendant get through the process. process. Yes. Uh, I think there's lots of programs in in place, whether they be faith-based, whether they be programs out of the DA's office. There's lots of resources. So if you or others that you know need those resources, they're out there. Uh, But the judge, again, applies the facts of the case to the law and that's what the judge's role is. 30 seconds, you get the final word. Thank you, Laura. Again, it's always a pleasure to be here. Um, I am respectfully asking for the voters' vote on November 7. I bring to this race, again, huge amount of experience. I have worked in this county 31 years. Longevity, longevity with my clients, longevity with my municipalities that I work with, that's important. I am a partner in a local law firm and have been for 31 years. I've done the criminal, I've done the civil, and I've not just done the civil in the basic beginning steps. I am in court day in and day out. I have done the work, and I would now like the opportunity to serve uh, our wonderful Lebanon County. Thank you. Donna Long-Brightville, thank you very much for your time. Good luck in the, the remaining days of campaigning, and we'll see how it shakes out November 7th. Thank you, Laura.